Well, welcome back, guys. It's been a minute. Um, but today's episode, we're just going to be recapping what happened in the first round. Uh, Jokic just won MVP, and then we might cover anything else, um, any other news and stuff. LeBron uh, won six or not? What? Oh, yeah, like LeBron turned to six and other stuff. Yeah, we'll talk about stuff like that if we have time. But first off, for the intro topic, what do you think about Nicole Jokic being an NBA MVP officially now? Nikola Jokic winning MVP, I mean, uh, to me, there was only, like, two people who, like, have, who could have won this award. It was between him and Steph Curry. I mean, Curry, he had a great season. Obviously, he didn't, have, like, really translate to much team success. Not his fault by any means, though, you feel me? Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, you know, I'm happy with it, you know. I could take Jokic as an MVP. I don't know if he was exactly the best player in this NBA league this year. But, uh, I mean, his team had success. He put up great stats, great numbers. You know, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. I do think Curry had, like, a more memorable kind of season. Like, how do I describe it? He had a more memorable, like, he was a better player overall, in my opinion. But, like, MVP, mm-hmm. you know, comes down to, like, team success and all that. So, yeah, I think Jokic, I'm fine with the award. But me personally, I wouldn't give it to him. But I understand why people would. Now, that's my take, at least. What about you? All right, for me, honestly, I don't think I'll ever be able to, like, <clears throat> I don't even know. It's also just going to be weird to me, the fact that Nicole Jokic is an MVP, at least for now, yeah. and going into next season. I don't know how long, but, like, maybe by the end of his career, I'll be like, oh, it won't seem as weird. He'll have, like, bigger accomplishments. But right now, it just seems like, – this really came out of the blue. Let's be real. It was out of the blue. Yeah, I mean, I did not see this coming. Shout out to him, man. He got really better. He got way better this season. Consistent throughout this season. You know, like, he took over his team when Murray got injured. So, I like it. I like it. Honestly, though, bro, this is just kind of – it really is. um, Yeah, no, shout out to him. He definitely deserved the award. But if I'm being honest, like, this was a very, very, very underwhelming MVP year. It was, underwhelming. It It wasn't like hype like other years, you know. Or it was like, oh, I man, like, you know, it's like sick or whatever. Like, yeah, like for instance, Westbrook, even though people say, like, they have the argument he didn't deserve it, um, at least he was hyped, you know, because that was the first time anyone's ever to triple-double for a season since the big O. Yeah, so it was like, yeah. double thing. Uh, he's just fun to watch and stuff, too. I don't know. Yeah, it was hype. And then, like, same thing. Um, <laughs> when Hardy, even when Hardy won it, they're, like, the first year in the NBA. They could have made the finals that year. They're literally this close to making the finals. The thing is, the thing with Jokic is like he played great, but it just wasn't really that hype. Like he wasn't like from the beginning to the end, you know, like the number one guy. He's, I don't even think he's like a top. He's not a top three player in this league. His team's not even really a serious title contender because Jamal Murray's injured. So it's just kind of like it's just kind of weird. But at the same time, like I keep on saying, he did deserve the award. But yeah, it's it's yeah. it's just um. I see your points. I guess it is kind of boring. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like in some ways, like, the whole season has been like that, don't you think? Like, I don't know. It's just been a bad season, and he's the MVP of a bad season, which is kind of sad. Everyone's been injured right. and stuff. I mean, is it a Mickey Mouse MVP? I don't know. Nah, I, I don't know. I mean, I won't take it away from him because that's just lame to take people's accomplishments away, you know. Uh, I'm pretty sure you can agree with me on that. But, yeah, yeah. it is kind of like – it is like a weird MVP. There's been, like, some other ones like that in the past, so. I mean, it's whatever, you know. It is what it is. Yeah, I mean, like Dirk, two thousand seven. Uh, just the name. Steve Warren. Nash. 
Both the Steve Nashies. Yeah. Who else? Um, um, I don't know. You get the point, though. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, he's deserving of the award, but at the same time, it's also like you got to look at like what's happening, put it in retrospect, you feel me? What's going mm-hmm. on in the league. So, yeah. Put it in context, yeah. Put it in context, yeah. So, yeah. Or, yeah, get it, apply context, whatever this term is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Pretty, um, I don't even know. It's pretty boring, I guess. Yeah. All right, what's next? All right, next topic. All right, so now we just got to recap the first round, which uh, ended like a while ago, but we just had a chance to talk about it now. So, we'll just cover each series, I guess, um, if we really want to. Um, so, the first series, we got the Jazz beating the Grizzlies in a five-game series. Um, in that series, though, John Morant went crazy. He had, like, a 47-point game. When he, and he averaged, like, 30 points for the series, I think. Um, yeah, he played really, really good. Um, Dylan Brooks also played good. And then but the Jazz, another one. As soon as Donovan Mitchell came back, the series was over, I guess. It was Donovan over. Mitchell, yeah. that he came to play. Yep. Yeah. Coming back from injury, 45-40-90 shooting. In 30 minutes, only 30 minutes, which is kind of surprising, actually. Yeah, he played uh, He played good uh, coming back, and then the Jazz closed out the series. What can I say? Yeah, I don't really have much to add on to you. I mean, like, the Grizzlies, they went on, like, this uh, cool little run towards the end of the season, you know. Like, uh, won both playing games. You know, John Morant, Dylan Brooks went crazy recently. But, you know, they're just too young. Uh, not quite ready to beat the number one seed Jazz yet. But, yeah, I, I like John Morant and Dylan Brooks. They have a bright future ahead of them. But um, For sure. It'd take a lot to beat that uh, Jazz team. Yeah, yeah, number one. Number one seeded Jazz team. Yeah, that's all I got to say for that series. All right. Yeah. All right, moving on to the next series. We got uh, – let's go to – Nuggets Blazers that series. Oh wow. That was actually a pretty high that was an underrated series. It was actually pretty That hyped. was a fun series to watch, yeah. I agree. All right. Mm-hmm. You, you start? can talk about it first. No, you can go first. All right. Um I think I watched a couple of the games. Not really that many matters that much, but yeah. I mean, you know, Dan, you went absolutely berserk this series. Uh as a normal. It was crazy in the playoffs. You know, it's just sad though. He had absolutely no help at all. I mean, it's like every time I saw Dame pass the bomb, like, what are you doing, bro? Just take the shot. Like, you have a better chance than anyone else on this team. Yeah. Uh, the Nuggets, they played a, a good series. You know, everyone, uh, that Capazzo guy kind of went off. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, I mean, the role players played good. Jokic did his thing. I mean, it's just, it's really just a matter of like how much help Dame is going to get. So, yeah. I don't know what's going to happen in his future in Portland, but, uh, It'll be interesting coming up, coming up. But yeah, I'm trying to think what else. Well, that 55 point game. Oh yeah, that's a top 10 game all time. Playoff performance all time, maybe. It was crazy. Yeah. Man. Watching that, watching that live, it's like every time you think he's gonna shoot it, you just you just know what's going in, bro. It's crazy. Like, how many players can you say like you know it's gonna go in every time they pull the ball? Not it's only really like Steph Curry and like KD, like the other people. Curry and KD. That's what I'm saying, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, Dame, he proved himself as a, one of the best point guards and playoff performers all time. I mean, it's sad to see him lose, like I keep saying, but, uh, yeah, we'll see what the future holds for the him and the Blazers. All right. Yeah, for sure. But, um, honestly, I thought that uh, the 
I thought Jokic actually had less help, but like people are saying, I guess, dang, I don't, I don't even know what happened. Like CJ McCollum just, um, he just doesn't really turn it up. I don't know. Yeah, he just didn't. He, I guess, what's the right? What's the, how do I phrase it? I don't know. Like he just didn't really do too much. I guess like that's what they want him to do. But man, Dame averaged thirty four points on the series, ten assists, had the fifty five point performance, and he was just going crazy. But he just couldn't. He was just willing his team, trying to trying to win, but just what's not going on. And now people are saying, like, also, I should know at first, I should mention, though, Jokic also played really good. He averaged, like, 33 points on the series. Yeah. But um, Michael Porter Jr. was okay, but he was pretty good. But, yeah, now since the Blazers are out in the first round, it's kind of like, okay, where do they go from this? Because the whole entire, like, Dame era with the Blazers, like, it just hasn't really led to much. It's led to like a sweep in the Western Conference, like once. Yeah, just in the Western Conference like, Finals. Yeah, that's like the biggest accomplishment. And it's just kind of like where do you go from now? Like, like they have that obviously has to be changed. They got rid of their coach, but like, you know, there's also like the players. Like, are you gonna get rid of Dame? You gonna get rid of CJ? Like, what's gonna happen? You gonna run it back again? Because honestly, I don't think they're gonna get much results running it back or no. running it back. Well, especially since the West is only getting stronger, you know. Exactly. Yeah. They're going to have to, I don't know, either let Dame go or let's see. I think think they're going to have to let CJ go. I think that's what they're going to have to do if they want to win. Yeah. I think it's going to have to be CJ. CJ, you know, he's like, he'd be like a good third or fourth option, but like, he's not, you're not going to do much if he's your second option on a playoff team, man. I'm sorry. Hate to break it to you, CJ, but it's the truth, man. Yeah. Yeah. And he's not like, like, uh, a like great defender or anything, so he can't really help with the backcourt uh, defense. Yeah. They definitely need more defense as well. Yeah, well cause issues. He's a solid like perimeter defender and stuff, but I don't know if he's really like an All NBA level defender like that. I don't know. They just need more defense and stuff. Honestly, uh, yeah, the Blazers have some issues. You're gonna have to figure it out. I guess we'll just see what happens during the off season. For sure, for sure. All right. Yep. All right, next series, we're gonna move on to. Let's let's talk about let's talk about Nets for Celtics. Nets for Celtics. Now, before we talk about this though, um, on the like, what was it? The last episode or no? It was like a couple episodes ago or a few episodes ago. Me and Mateo. Oh no, it was a couple episodes ago. Me and Mateo were talking about who's better out of Jason Tatum and Julius Randle. Remember that, Mateo? Uh, yeah, I do. Sadly. Yeah, bro. I think we both have to admit now that we were um that we were tripping. But then again, I did not think that Julius Randle was gonna be that bad in the playoffs. Like that took that took me off guard. But to be honest, yeah. I wasn't really surprised. Let's be real. I'm not I'm not surprised. Yeah, I mean, he's a young guy. He's definitely could not be like a number one option on like a playoff team like a that. winning playoff team. A winning like playoff go team. somewhere in the playoffs, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, um, yeah, we were completely fooled by Julius Randle's regular season. I mean, this man just didn't show it up in the playoffs at all. Tatum, he did, like, all he could, at least. So, you know, shout out to him. I think they stole a game, actually, too. So He dropped 52 in that game. I mean, 50 yeah. in that Probably game. Probably his best game all season. It's looking at the circumstances and stuff. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Tatum, obviously, he can turn it up. He knows when to turn it up. Randall obviously has proven he can't, at least as of yet. So, yeah. Like I said, we were just fools for thinking that. But, uh, yeah, 
And the Nets, they're just like too good, too unstoppable for the Celtics to get more than a game against them. So, yeah, that's all I really got to say about that series. You got anything else to add? Yeah, KD went, he went nuts, dude. He, he averaged like 33 points on 55, 50, 90 splits for the series. Like, complete dominance. I mean, Jason Tatum, he, you know, he had an all right series. He had like a nine-point game once, but like the next game he had 50. You know, he still got to work on that consistently, like consistently um, showing out every game. Yeah. But, you know, um, he did steal a game against his very stacked roster. And he did play – I'd say overall he played good. Averaged 30 points on the series, so. Oh, that's great, um, yeah. Marcus Smart showed up. But, bro, Kemba Walker, bro. Oh, he's not Kemba it. Kemba Walker, bro. They got to they gotta get they gotta get rid of Kemba Walker, bro. Like, come on. For as much as they're paying for him, they really have no need for Kemba whatsoever in Boston. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Kimba, yeah, Kimba got got here. Um, but that's all I really got to say about the this series. But yeah, Jason Tatum's better than Julius Randle. I got to correct that statement right now. Yeah, we both do. No doubt, no doubt. Like, I don't know what I was on. I guess I was fooled by the media. So that's my fault. That's my fault, guys. Yeah, <sighs> don't worry. I'm sure everyone was at a certain time. Yeah, he was a regular season fraud, guys. No, I was kidding. But no, he he's he was much better than the regular season. That's the thing. I think it really – okay, we'll talk about this as we move into the Knicks versus Hawks series, which was only five games, bro, a gentleman's sweep. That was bro. disappointing, bro. Come on. Yeah. That was uh, – Derrick Rose was the best player for the Knicks in this series. This Badly. Derrick Rose. That wasn't even really close, honestly, bro. Bro, a, a 32-year-old like Derrick Rose who's gone through so many injuries and stuff, he, he was the best player on the Knicks, bro. Like, come on, bro. Come on, Julius Randle. Yeah, that says a lot sad. how bad the Knicks were and all the players were and stuff this playoff. I think RJ have a decent series, didn't he? He played pretty mediocre. I don't know. Yeah, it, it was just very like, oh, he actually played, ooh. Nah, he played kind of bad. Played bad, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, what can you say, man? Trey Young, he's the villain of the NBA. He's too cold. No, he was he was yeah he was cold this series, but the whole Hawks team, I think we I think we really underestimated them. We, we underestimated Trey Young, and um, yeah, he's really the next big villain. You know, like guys like Reggie Miller, whatever. The yeah. dude showed up, he showed out. Julius Randle definitely did not, bro. Oh my gosh, I think it's because the way Julius Randle plays as like a power forward, like what a six ten power forward, who likes to shoot threes and take tough shots and whatever, and shoot like fadeaways and whatnot. Like that, their style of play for a big man like isn't gonna take you far in the playoffs. I feel like, especially if you're the number one option on a team, like yeah, you I, know what I mean. It doesn't but, help um, when you have like a great defender like Clint Capella guarding you. Like that's gonna happen once that start playing in the playoffs and stuff. So yeah, like, you gotta realize that too. He had John Collins and Clint Capella on him, hounded him, blocking his shots uh-huh. and whatever. So. Dalsy contributed to why he played, so you know, disappointing. I mean, sh- yeah, shout out to Atlanta's role players too. Like, I, them, their whole team as a whole, honestly. I got some great players, you know, scores, defenders, you can name it. Especially their defense, I underestimated, like I said. But yeah, man, we'll see what the Hawks can do next round. Um, it's a fun team to watch for sure, and uh, I'm really disappointed in New York. Yeah, that's all I got to say. Yeah. And I'm just going to say, um, 
at the Hawks. Yeah, shout out to Nate McMillan. Says he took over as coach. Wait, it wasn't Nate McMillan, right? I'm not tripping. He's your coach, right? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Hold up. Make sure I'm not tripping. Okay, I don't know if I'm tripping. Okay. Oh, I know it's Hawks coach, man. Since he became the coach, he was originally the assistant coach. He really, really helped them um, improve. It went from being like a not playoff team to being, a, you know, in the second round. And who knows? It might, it might just upset the Sixers. I mean, I doubt it, but it could happen. It's not, it's not like, um, it's not impossible. I mean, it's not like, um, what's the phrase? It's doable. Yeah, it's doable. I'll just say that. But yeah, for um, the Knicks, though, I think really, this dude Tom Thibodeau deserves so much credit for the way Julius Randle, like, people got to realize, like, Tom Thibodeau, he really deserved that coach of the year for what he did with the Knicks. He turned Julius Randle into an MVP candidate. Julius Randle, bro, like, this dude Tom Thibodeau, I mean, not to, like, take away credit from Julius Randle, like, he probably worked hard and stuff to get to how good he was, but, like, you got to give Tom Thibodeau, I can't even say his name. You got to give Tibbs a lot of credit, though. Very deserving of that coach of the year. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he helped him with his defense and stuff, too. You know, seeing Tibbs is more of a defensive-minded coach. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the way he brought that Knicks team together in the regular season, at least, it was really impressive. You know, I like Tibbs. Um, yeah, well, I'm nothing much else to say. I mean, shout out to Tibbs. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, I think that's all you got to really say for the yeah. Knicks and Hawks series. And we're moving on. All right, we already covered the Celtics. Let's talk about the only sweeps that happened in the first round. Bro. The Bucks versus the Heat. The Bucks versus the Heat. Bro. This was actually a, a funny series. It was just like, it's just so bad. Like, yeah. oh, my gosh. I mean, Miami, you know, they come off the gates kind of, like, kind of strong that first game. I uh, think the Bucks didn't really play too well, but – we're kind of thinking to ourselves, oh my, it's gonna be like a, a cool, a classic seven game series. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I think after that second game, did the Bucks start like dominating every single game? Yeah, the last game, bro. Um, wasn't it OT? Yeah, it was the first game. I mean, the first game, the first game was OT. Chris Middleton went by a jumper. I'm like, yeah, we're, we're all thinking, okay, it's gonna be like a close series. Yeah, the next game is like a 34 point blowout. And then I mean, the next game after that is also a blowout by, like, 30 points. And then last game's a 17-point blowout. I'm just like, like, what the heck, Miami? Like, this was a team you beat last year. Very yeah. disappointing. Mm-hmm. Bubble for odds and it's fine. Nah, but, um, you know, Jimmy, I don't even know. He's going to have it this year's playoffs. Everyone got kind of hyped for him, like, seeing what the, him and the Heat did last year. But I don't know, man. They he, they just didn't have it. All their players kind of got worse. They aged a little bit, like Gordon Drogic, some other guys. I don't know. I mean, Bam kind of had a slow start to the series as well, so that didn't really help them or anything. But yeah, they just didn't have enough to uh, beat this Milwaukee team on both sides of the court. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's all I got to you. Honestly, though, I think it really was like the Bucks as as like a team effort took down the Heat. Because, you know, Giannis, he didn't do anything. <clears throat> oh, my gosh. He didn't do anything too crazy this series. I mean, he was really good. Don't get me wrong. But, like, you know, he wasn't, like, insanely dominant. You know, averaging, like, 30 points on the series on, like, really good efficiency. But he, didn't have to he did play that. good. But the Heat, man, they were um, – they just sucked. Everyone, like, Jimmy Butler, 
Uh, Bam, not Bam kind of sucked. No, everyone on this team just was very disappointing. But this dude, Tyler Hero, averaged nine points. Like, these were dudes that made the finals. I mean, the roster did change. I'm not going to call them bubble frauds because I feel like what happened in the bubble, I feel like um, it wasn't like anything that was like, like the chances were enhanced. Or maybe it was. I'm saying, though, um, I feel like they did have a better roster, though, last year. They lost some guys. Um, Jake Crowder. Yeah, now they got like some new faces here uh-huh. that they didn't have, and they didn't have the same depth as they did last. Yeah, year. losing Jay Crowder is actually underrated. Jay Crowder was a pretty big. Looking at it now, like what he's doing with the Suns right now, and versus like looking how like what he was doing with the Heat last year, it's like yeah, they really could use Jay Crowder again for sure. Yeah, an underrated piece. Yeah, but anyways, I don't, I don't think the Heat are bubble frauds. I think the bubble the way it was. I, I, I don't think I don't think the way it happened. I don't think it would have been much different or different at all had things um, been normal. Because you know the thing with like Giannis, he kind of exposed his weakness that was already there. You know what I mean? Like back in twenty nineteen, like the Raptors yeah. exposed that weakness as well. Uh-huh. So yeah, I feel like. Things probably would happen the same. Plus, the Heat were a better team last year, so I think really the Heat just got worse. And man, I don't even know what happened with Jimmy Butler, bro. It just I don't know what happened in the series. But I think PJ Tucker happened, bro. PJ Tucker, yeah, man was getting locked up by a freaking PJ Tucker. Come on, (laughs) yeah, bro. It's actually kind of funny, but hey, man, Bucks came through this time around, but. Uh, not looking too good for them now, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. But um, right. did we cover all the series? Hold on. Oh, we got Lakers and we got Mavs series. Let's talk about the let's talk about the Lakers. Actually, no, let's talk about the Mavs series. You guys said Lakers were last because I have the most to say about that one. All right. But for the Mavericks and Clippers series, uh, I'll talk first for this one. Just say so long. Um, you know, Mavs were up two zero, then they lost. Uh, Luca played insane. He had like. How many 40-point games in a single series? He had, I believe, like four? Or am I yeah, sure? It might have been more. Um, yeah, I got to look it up too. But I'm looking at the stats right now, but it's not showing me how many 40-point um, games he had. I think it was four. One, though. two, three. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, it was. Okay, almost. he almost had 40 points in game two. But he had actual 40-point games, he had he had three. Three. That's still crazy, though. Man. In a single series. In a single That's series. Ridiculous, man. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, Luca, imagine you need to find this man some help, bro. Him and Dame are kind of in the same category this year. They should team up, bro. Honestly. Yeah. Up. Why not? No reason not to. I mean, <laughs> Luca to Portland, honestly. Yeah, I don't know. The Mavs, especially, like, in that game seven, no one else, like, helped Luka whatsoever at all. I mean, Chris Tops. Sucks. Played, like, medium. Yeah, he sucks, bro. Like, he played, like, <laughs> kind of mid, I guess you could say, but I don't know. He just can't turn it up or anything. He, yeah, he sucked. Who am I kidding? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Luka some help. I don't even know. Uh, yeah, I, I will. Why, though? He didn't carry the Clippers, but... Both last two wins, so yeah. Oh, Clippers role players played well, didn't they? You know Reggie Jackson. Um, the brothers. I think later on the series, after the first two games, they started to play uh, better. 
But in the first couple of games, they've just not there. Yeah, I don't even know, man. I mean, Kawhi went crazy, like I said. Well, I think Paul George played pretty mid, didn't he? Uh, he played okay. You know, nothing, he didn't play like terrible, but yeah, he didn't play. Yeah. He wasn't standing out or nothing in the series. Well, I think the main story out of this though is just, um, you know, getting Luca some help, actual actual help, and then uh, you know, the shout to Kawhi, man, seeing the things he did this series. And he dropped like fifty almost, or I think he did drop fifty, didn't he? Fifty. I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, forty-five. Forty-five. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I get the worst sirens. Dang. You hear that? Yeah, I do. Oh, it's a fire truck. It's a hot day. It's a hot day. Anyways, what were you saying? My bad. Uh, I guess it says, like, shout out to Kawhi. That's all I really got to say. He he knows when I turn it up. It's pretty obvious. Yeah. That fire truck, though. (laughs) Perfect timing. But, um, yeah. Uh, my take on this series. Uh, honestly, I, I'm gonna say I think Luca was the best player in the series. As good as Kawhi was, as good as Kawhi was, and he really turned it up. He had what? I think he had a couple forty point games himself. Yeah. Um, yeah, he really turned it up, and the Clippers came back to O. They won. Um, I mean, mainly due to due to the fact that um, yeah, Luca just after the first two games, like, but Chris Tapps especially, dude, um. Yeah, Luca didn't really have help, like you said, but Chris Taps, get him out of here. Like, he's just, he just is so, it's just so frustrating to watch him play basketball. Like, how are you a 7-3, how are you 7-3 and you don't post people up? Like, yeah, he's very, I don't even know. He's very passive at some times. Once he's very like, passive. Come on, very you like, get a bucket. You're supposed to be like Luca, second-hand man, you feel me? Yeah, dude, she's yeah. chucking up threes and breaking them. Like, come on, Chris Tapps. Like, yeah, it's just he so... like a really irrelevant 15 points, like in every game. So, yeah, no one really cares about that. Uh. Yeah, but Luca played insanely good. Um, I think for a while, he was like, honestly, he was like a, he was playing like a top, he was playing like the best player in the NBA. I won't even cap. When he, no, like, he um, I agree. And then he got that short injury and then his lack of help. And then Kawhi just took over the series. Um, and then, yeah, the Clippers came through. I do think the Clippers were the better team. I said this before, too. The Clippers, bro, was a better team. Mm-hmm. But, um, man, I was really hoping to, to – man, they were this close, bro. Maps were this close. Very, very disappointing. But, hey, hopefully my boy Donovan Mitchell comes through. And, um, yeah, let's just move on to the next series. Yep. All right, Lakers. Lakers. Yeah, Lakers Suns, like you said. All right. Um Lakers Suns, bro. This was I think this was probably the most relevant series, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Honestly, yeah. That was kind of an overrated series at some points. Like so I, I was gonna Once A D like, went down, it was over. Let's just be real. It was yeah, over. We all knew it was. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, where do we even start? Oh. Yeah, where do you even start? I don't know. You go first. Yeah, I'll go first. Um, first off, I just want to say I'm not really surprised by the outcome if I'm keeping it 100. I mean, I think my I think people's expectations were just so high for LeBron, but people got to realize this man is how old is he? 36 in his 18th season, coming back from like his second biggest injury, right? His career, yep. 
right in time for the playoffs, about to face the second-seeded Suns. Like, I don't know why we thought, especially when his second-best player is also had just come back from injury and wasn't playing insanely good or anything, like he was still struggling. I don't know why we thought that they would somehow miraculously during the series just pull it together and then just beat the Suns. Like, yeah, well, after all their the issues, role players sucked as well. Pretty much everyone just kept bricking shots. Also, another aspect we didn't like, we didn't really know how healthy AD was. Like, you got to keep it in context here. Like, we all thought AD would just like miraculously like return from injury to like his normal self or whatever. So, yeah, yeah he was already struggling early on in the season, too. But, anyways, uh, like you said, also, Lakers role players. Like, okay, the Lakers, the series, bro, just – they just weren't hitting any – they weren't hitting any threes, bro. Like, they just – they could not get their three-point shots falling. Like, pretty much – even the games they won, it was pretty much relying on, like, scoring inside. Especially when you're facing the Suns, who are, like, a really good three-point shooting team. Like, I don't know, they kind of just met their Achilles heel at the perfect time, you know. It's just, like uh, – it was, like, the perfect team for them to reach their downfall at because – um, they already got all these health issues, all these roster issues, all this depth issues, like lack of a consistent third option still. And then the two best players come back from injuries, like I already said. And then they can't – lack of chemistry, like I already said. And then you're going up against this Suns team. It's like, yeah, I don't even know why Why I thought that there would be a chance they could beat them, especially in five. I was tripping. And Devin Booker took over too. Like this dude, 47 in the last game to clinch the series, bro, like – or to, you know, to win the series. Devin Booker, you know, he, you could tell he really worked for this moment. Uh, he'd been waiting for this moment for a long time and he showed up. So that's yeah. all I got to say. Yeah, I think um, people really underestimated the Suns coming, coming like, into the playoffs, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, Chris Paul, he does his thing in the playoffs. Obviously, he got banged up in that first game. So yeah, he's not going to be putting up, like, ridiculous scoring numbers or anything. Yeah, like you said, Devin Booker, he's been waiting a long time for this moment. So, yeah, shout out to him. Yeah, he went crazy this series. Um, I kind of underestimated it, not going to lie. But, uh, you know, from everyone on the – pretty much everyone, like, did their thing on Phoenix. Like, the role players came in clutch. Uh, what's that? You know that pain guy or whatever? Came yeah, in. he played really good. He played good, better than the Lakers role players at least. Or DeAndre Aiden played really good this series. Yeah. DeAndre Aiden, you know, you know, he clamped up a injured AD actually for some games, I think. I don't know. Yeah. You know, like I said, from bottom to top, Phoenix is a, just a deep team. You know, everyone played very good for them. So, uh, yeah, I don't know what's next for LA. I say run it back. But, um, yeah. I was allowed as hell. What is? Never mind. All right. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna just say too. I think they gotta get rid of some people. I think Dennis Schroeder is leaving. Um, but uh, yeah, the whole roster also with their big men, especially. I don't know what was going on with Marcus Saw and the Andre Drummond situation, but that was terrible. What was that? Um, oh. It was actually really bad. The fact they lost to White and Javale, and they also three point shots weren't falling. I don't know what. This whole Lakers team, you can tell they also lacked on-the-court chemistry because they changed up their roster. And also, people call them bubble frauds, but 
this just isn't the same team that won the championship, especially no. with the issues they had. This is not the same. It's not even the same LeBron and AD like, no, from last not, season. These guys are definitely not bubble frauds. I mean, if you actually take a look at it, like they're picking the role guys, defenders like JaVel McGee and uh, Dwight Howard. That was a really huge loss for them. And it really affected them greatly. Yeah, Rajon Rondo. As Rondo well. even? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, what was I going to say? Um, oh, yeah. I mean, I don't even know. Ah, it'd be interesting. If they, if they just ran it back with, like, who they had last year, you think they can reach the finals even? Okay. They got to switch up their roster, bro. I think LeBron's going to do it. Honestly, low-key, the Lakers, like, shouldn't have made any changes, like, during the offseason. Oh, that's about what it. I said, yeah. Yeah, I don't think they – I should. I think they should have kept the roster that they had after they won the finals. Low-key, like – Run it back. Yeah, that'd be interesting. They should have ran it back. But this roster, I don't think they should. Because I don't know. Shorter's leaving anyways, but they got to acquire. I'm hoping Damian Lillard, uh, you got to acquire someone. Or maybe CJ McCollum. That actually, CJ would actually be good for the Lakers. As a yeah. third option. It'd actually be good. They get their chemistry up. I think it'll also be helpful for the Lakers that they actually have like a normal offseason. Not like a, two, a short two months, you know. That's the thing, too. Yeah, the two teams with the shortest offseason did the worst and also had injury issues and all this stuff. You notice that? They get bounced out in the first round, yeah. Yeah, they had like a month offseason. Like, what do you guys expect out of them? Come on, guys. Anyways, was it worth it? Anyways, yeah. It yeah. probably was. They got the chip, so. But for the You're Heat, right. it was not worth it. It was not worth Miami, it. Nah. <clears throat> they get swept by the Bucks later on. I don't think so. But, yeah. Um, there's a lot to look forward to for LA. I mean, we'll see what happens. You know, Phoenix. I'll probably be rooting for them or the or yeah, the Jazz. But yeah, I mean the Nuggets. Even I'm just not rooting for the Clippers. Yeah. Players. All right. You want to talk about the new games or what? Yeah, talk about predictions for the next ones. I mean, we already, you know, we're already like a few games or a couple already, games into a couple games in series. But um, maybe we can still make our predictions. So first off. Um, what's your predictions for the Utah Clippers series? Uh, Jazz and Clippers. That's probably the toughest one. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm going to have to say the Clippers just because I saw what Kawhi can do. I saw what he can do when he turns it up, you know. We've seen the Clippers role players getting better at the right time. So I think that's a really important aspect. I think it might come down to, like, Paul George and, like, uh, it'll probably just come down to Paul George, honestly. Can they stop the Jazz offensively? But uh, it's going to be close, but I think I'm going to take the Clippers just because, uh, you know, playoff Kawhi, but then all their role players uh, playing good at the right time. What about you? Yeah, I'm going to take the um... – I want to take the Jazz, but uh, I just can't. Oh, wait, when you pick the Clippers in, though, how many games – Seven games. Okay, I got honestly Jazz in. I got Jazz in six or seven. Honestly. Jazz in six um, or seven. Because I'm a heavy believer in the Clippers curse. No, I'm just playing. I just don't want the Clippers to make it. Also, um, and also the Clippers curse. Like, and uh, I think Donovan Mitchell is about to have one hell of a series uh, after the first game. He's really. Like, this dude is so cool. I don't know. This dude is mad underrated. Like, people, like, he could do, like, I swear, he could drop, like, 70, 
two points in a game, and then people would still say, like, Devin Booker's better than him or something. Or they still yeah. say he's only, like, a borderline all-star. Like, what is this, man? Like, give the man know the some credit. That game too. Yeah. That for, give the man some credit. And they even say, like, Rudy Gobert's a better player than him on the Jazz. Like, come on, bro. Give the man Donovan Mitchell some credit. Please. Yeah, yeah I'm definitely I got the Jazz. That. Yeah. I got the Jazz. But um, next series, Suns, Nuggets. Um, I mean, I got the Suns winning. I'm thinking about – I don't see Suns at five. Um, I wouldn't say Suns in five. I'll say Suns in six. You know? Five or six. Yeah. I mean, like I said, their role players are also playing well for Phoenix from top to bottom. Devin Booker's been going crazy. They got Aiden to at least put a body on Jokic, like defensively, hopefully. I don't know. But yeah, I think Denver, they just don't have enough this year. They'll, they'll be better next year as well. Yeah, if they had Jamal Murray, then I could see this going to seven, you know? Being like a very close series, but you know they don't. So yeah, it's probably gonna be Suns. But uh, other series, Sixers versus Hawks. I'm gonna take. This is kind of tough. I could probably see the Hawks and six. Hawks in, oh, wow. Sixers and six. Yeah, actually, you know what? I, I was going with the safe, the safe route here. I think yeah, Doc Rivers is kind of a. No, nah, that was with the Clippers though. Okay, I go Sixers in. Sixers in. Yeah, I go Sixers in. Six, I guess, yeah. Two and six. Yeah, if they can just like actually play defense and they played against the Hawks, it should be fine, you know. Joel, if he just goes off offensively as well, it should be pretty cold. The crazy yeah, thing I, is though, they almost won that first game. <laughs> like I know, towards that's the end what I'm of it. Yeah. That's why I just don't think the Hawks have enough in them, honestly. They're just a young team. Too young. Yeah. yeah. Too inexperienced. Not really a good matchup against Philly either, but yeah. For sure, but um, also for the uh, last series we're going to talk about, the Nets versus the Bucks, and you already got the um, the Nets with a 2 nothing lead. Uh, who do you think is going to win uh, this series in how many games? Um, I want to give Milwaukee two games here, but I don't know if they can win. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give Milwaukee two games. I'll say Nets in six. I mean, like, wow. Even, like, with the injured James Harden, the Nets are still doing their thing. Everyone's playing well. Um, uh, it's unstoppable, man. Like, we got Giannis, like, the reigning defensive player of the year. He can't, he can't even, like, stop KD or nothing. I don't even, like, can hold him a little bit. Dude, KD is yeah. just so... Playoff KD. So OP. He's so he, OP at scoring. He's great, man. That's another reason why I just wanted him to stay in OKC. It's completely irrelevant, but I'm just saying. It would interesting. But, yeah. Uh, I'll say Bucks in six. Hopefully the Bucks can find some groove. They're going to have to win at least one of their games on this uh, home court two-game stretch right now. But, yeah, we'll see, man. I think Giannis can kick it up a little bit, but. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I'm not too confident in my pick, but that's just my own personal pick. So Nets in six? Yeah, I said Nets in six. All right. Um, me, I mean, it's looking like Katie's going to be unstoppable. I mean, he, goddamn Katie. But uh, Kyrie's also been really good. I feel like Blake Griffin, 
but just all of a, all of a sudden just became prime Blake Griffin again. Like, okay. Um, I don't James know. Harding is injured. James Harden's injured, but, like, it don't even matter. Like, they're still killing him. Like, I don't even know. I mean, it's not that guys have been playing good, but, like, I mean, Chris Milton is really – no, he's not playing good right now. Drew Holiday's been, you know, not been, been doing too much. He's pretty um, mad. The rest of the guys hasn't been doing too much either. And, nah, bro, this is kind of disappointing. I was really hoping the series would be competitive, go to seven. Potentially the Bucks upset him. Um, you know, I want to see Giannis succeed uh, after what he's done. I don't want him going down as, like, the next David Robinson or something. But, uh, bro, this might this might just be, like, Nets in five, dude, because they're just killing him right now without James Harden, too. So, imagine he comes back, like, then I can't see them winning at all. So. Yeah, man. If you think about yeah. it, the Bucks, they really – they had all the opportunities in the world to go to the finals last year, but they choked that man. That was their best opportunity ever, you know. And now they're Loki. Loki could have got actually not not 2019. Actually, they're up two to nothing in 2019. Oh, they, they were. Still yeah. Kawhi just turned into Kawhi. So yeah, whatever. <clears throat> but yeah, Nets and four or five or six. We can both agree on that. Yeah, I think the Bucks will take one just because you know Giannis might have like a. 40-point, you know, performance like you did in the regular season and come through. But, like, man, no one's stopping KD, though. No one's stopping KD. Like, this whole playoff stuff, like, no one's stopping KD. Like, it's actually – he might just be the best player in the world. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, he might. He might just he be the best crazy player in the, the rest world. of the playoffs. We'll see what happens. But this dude is so – it's just it's, – it's insane. It's insane. Hey, have we ever seen a Kawhi or KD finals appearance, like, Against each other, low key, bro. I hate to admit it. I, I don't want either of these teams to make the finals. I low key want to see Clippers versus Nash just to see Kawhi versus uh, KD for like for real this time, yeah. not in 2019, like where uh, KD got injured. Like, I want to see for real, like that's gonna be hype, bro. That would be that would be a really hype uh, finals. I agree. Yeah. And again, the Nets will win. I shout out Cycle the Clippers in the finals. It's like depressing for me as a Clippers hater, but. Hey. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. I'll be down with it. Oh, I think yeah. that wraps it up, doesn't it? I think that about wraps it up. So, um, yeah, thanks for listening, uh, listeners. Um, and um, Catch you in the next one. Yeah, we'll catch you guys. When will the next one be? Probably like around the finals, <clears throat> conference finals? Yeah, probably next round. We'll see. Yeah, because, you know, we can't be making it every single day. Uh, but anyways, I'll catch you guys in the next one, and yeah, peace.